now listening to Earspace, brought to you by Rock Pen Productions. Everybody, uh, I go by Willow Kid, and my occupation would be a freelance graphic designer slash videographer. And uh, when and where were you born, and where do you live now? I was born on August 31st of 1991 in York, Pennsylvania. Right now, I live in Willow Street, Pennsylvania. Where do you find your joy on a day-to-day basis, and do you have any passions? Hmm. There's a lot of things that kind of keep me happy, kind of keep me balanced, I would say. Balance is a better word because, I don't know. That's just how I'm going to make That's just how I'm going to say it. Uh, I definitely love to read books. Reading books definitely can, um, it helps me when I'm in my own head too much, when I'm hearing too much of Trevor, when I'm hearing too much of Willow Kid. If I, like, read a book or, like, find, like, a, a cool-ass YouTube video to watch, Something that inspires me. Um, I don't, I don't listen to the haters that say weed is bad because it's not. But that's as far as I'll go with that. And you know, I just, uh, I got a great relationship with God. Um, I love music. I love making movies. I love expressing myself through my artistic, you know, my designs, my website, my websites. I currently have two um yeah just being creative and <clears throat> being me I, I i don't have a job fuck that shit i was in the marines and i got tired of listening to people tell me what to do so i figured it's 2017 we can all make our own ways if we really fucking want to so uh i just kind of took a chance me and my pops so I like expressing myself and just kind of doing me. I like doing me. Like that that makes me happy not having to deal with other people's bullshit. And that's no offense to like anybody else. Like I love people, but you know what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. Just being me. What uh what projects are you working on right now? You you spoke about, you know, being involved with music and video. There's a lot of stuff I'm working on right now. I mean, from the music that I make to the videos that I make, um every month me and my dad, we put out a magazine. There's a, constantly a lot of projects going on, um, but more specifically, because I know I know where you're kind of going with that question, uh, I'm working on a project right now with a guy I met in Harrisburg. We're putting some videos together. Uh, it's going to be an audio and video training series, um, <clears throat> basically explaining to people how they can learn uh, how to break into the flea market, auction, and yard sale market. And you, you know, you guys might laugh, but if you guys follow Gary Vee, he's got like the 2017 flip challenge. It's very similar to kind of what my guy Fran is, is preaching, you know. You can easily go out on Saturdays and Sundays to yard sales, flea markets, auctions, spend four or five bucks, turn around and sell those exact items for 20 25 and sometimes up. It depends on what it is. So it it's a good way that if you got some free time and you're willing to put some muscle in, then you can go make some extra money. So 
that's something we're uh, working on. I'm very excited. We're about to put that up online next week. The videos will actually be done tonight. When I leave the studio here, I'm going to go home and keep working, but um, I'm also kind of switching gears. That's my big video project I'm working on right now. Um, I'm working on putting together another music project. I don't know if it's going to be a mixtape. I don't know if it's going to be an EP. Uh, I have a few songs done right now. I uh, dropped seven songs this spring. So I get like, not back to back to back as far as weeks were concerned. I think I missed one or two in there. Yeah. But it was like a span of nine weeks. I dropped like seven songs. Uh, So you could kind of count that as like an EP in itself. So I'm just, I- I'm trying to put something together musically. I'm not really sure. I'm going to kind of let it just happen. I'm writing a lot of music right now. Every day I stay writing. I got, every day I write something. That's good. It's whether it's four, whether it's eight, whether it's just one idea, whether it's a topic, whether it's a song idea, whether it's a hook, whether it's just maybe, maybe it's just finding beats and like just rocking out like every day I make time for that. And that, that kind of goes into like my smoke time and when I'm chilling like that. Um, so, but then other than that, really just stay designing shit. I mean, me and my dad, we pump out the magazine, designing ads, putting together stories from the dirt bike races. Oh, there's always shit going on, man. You know what it's like. I know your life is a thousand miles per hour too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's, it's not just in one area. Like I'll be working on video one day and then like maybe the same exact day I'll have to switch gears. Maybe there's an ad that needs design. So I'm going from final cut to Adobe illustrator and Photoshop. And then maybe after that, I feel like rocking out on like some music. So then I'm in, Adobe Audition is what I use to make music. So it's like I'm using all kinds of different programs. Multi-talented. Yeah, and it, there's good and there's bad to that. You know what I mean? You can't chop a tree down by hitting it in six different spots. <laughs> so, but <clears throat> I stay chopping, that's for sure. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, So, like, give me, like, a top five, maybe top ten. Who are you listening to right now, music-wise? Um. To really be honest, I'm going to be really, really honest. I haven't really been listening to a lot of other people's music. And I have, but I haven't. You know, I I learned from a few people. Shout out to Carl. Shout out to Byron for explaining to me the, the what's the word I'm looking for? I'm drawing. The essence of finding new music. You guys really put, you guys really put emphasis on that to me that it's important to be finding new artists and not not even so much of a networking purpose, but also just staying inspired and yeah. <clears throat> and finding new ideas so that that creative bug inside of me keeps growing and and flourishing. So you know, I stay looking for new stuff. I've been listening to a lot of Russ. He's kind of new in the game. I've been listening to a lot of Logic. You guys who know me know I fuck with Logic hardcore. I've been listening to a lot of an artist. His name is Fora. That's P-H-O-R-A for all you guys that probably haven't ever heard of him. I'm pretty sure he's from the Texas area. I think he's from down in Houston. Uh, but dude is raw, real good bars, from the heart type shit. He tells stories. He's a storyteller. Um, man, you know, I listen to a lot of hip-hop. I need to listen to more of other genres. I really don't listen to a lot of rock and roll. I was rocking with a lot of Sublime in the last two, three months-ish. Uh, I bought their one record on vinyl, Sublime. Great, great album. Can't um, go wrong. Cannot go wrong. Um, but, you know, a lot of Logic, a lot of Russ, and just, dude, I can't even, I don't even know if I can get it to five. 
Because I literally just, I don't be listening to other people's music. Yeah, yeah. I got no, a little, cool. I got a little. I just like in general, you know, like who are you listening to right now? Try yeah, to some I mean, that's, I, that's it, dude. Like yeah. literally, if I'm going to throw on a song from somebody else, like it's some Logic, it's some Russ. It's that guy named Fora. Um, dude, I have a little fire playlist that I got in my iTunes or whatever that I listen to. Uh, it's got some coal in it. Got a lot of Kendrick. It really, like, it depends on what's out. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I fuck with Meek Mill. Like, yeah. his new album that just came out. Yeah. Um, but, man, it's really just a lot of Logic and Russ. And that's going to make me sound bad when this comes out. But I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I mean? That's just who I listen to and that's who I rock with. So, I just feel like they're two of the realest artists that are, like, still in the game. There's too many... Too much of this mainstream rap and just it's too. I don't like a what they're talking about. I don't like b how they represent themselves and like like the image that they give to what they do. And it's just a lot of extra shit that gets involved that's not me. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. I listen to a lot of Willow Kid is what I listen to. Yeah, yeah. If I'm in the whip, like I'm driving around, I'm listening to my shit. Like checking those mixes. I well, not even that, dude. Just practicing. So when I get on stage, like I got those lyrics. I want to constantly just have those on the top of my head. So it don't matter. Am I loud and clear? Yeah, you sound good. You sound good in the can. <laughs> you sound good to yourself. I sound wonderful. Word, word. You sound great too. Yeah, that's good. I like the <laughs> headphones. Nice. It's a nice touch, and it's good to monitor. Mm-hmm. What uh, what are you afraid of, dude? What am I afraid of? I'm afraid of spiders initially until I like gain like okay, I see it, and I'm like I can like attack. But like, yeah, I admit I have arachnophobia. Like, if there's a spider on me, like I'm gonna freak the fuck out. But once I get like eyes on it, then we're good. I can zero in and kill that bitch, or save it. I've been trying to save it. Shout out to Lil B. Shout out Base God. Uh, what else am I afraid of? It depends, man. Um, I'm afraid of God. I'm definitely afraid of God. Um, not in a bad way though. Just in like a, in, in terms of like understanding that like he's like the ultimate creator and like he can zap my ass out of nowhere right now. Yeah, I believe that shit. But uh, it helps me stay on my p's and q's. You know what I mean. But um, as a person, you know, morally, ethically, just being a good person because there's too many fucked up people. So you got to lead by example. Um, But what else, man? Sometimes, I guess sometimes the dark, it depends on where I'm at. If it's like I'm in the woods or some crazy shit and I can't see around me or I don't know where I'm at, I guess. Um, I'm really not afraid of anything else, though. I mean, like, I'll try anything once as long as it's, like I said, legal, moral, Makes sense financially, like yeah, right, right, right. What do I got to lose? Yeah. I might like it. What uh, what is the most physical pain that you have ever endured? Fuck, dude. There's been a few times in my life where I've been in a lot of pain. When I was five, I was in my neighbor's house and I was finger painting. This was like before kindergarten, like the summer before, yeah. like July before we went back. August had to have been August because back then we started school after Labor Day. You remember that shit? We started yeah. after Labor Day. Now we start before, or we started before Labor Day, but I was four turning five because my birthday is August 31st. I got bit in the fucking head by their dog who had just had uh, puppies. No shit. And the dog was 
I don't know if it was a full breed, but it was a Siberian Husky. And the owners were always fucking bragging and talking how their dogs had wolf blood and they were authentic and this and that. And and I was in there just a little ass kid, like playing with their little ass kids, like on the floor, painting in another room. Then the puppies, the mom dog came out sniffing around me. I like turned my head too quick to look at it. Chomped me right here on the left side of my, my dome, bro. The bottom row of teeth missed my eye by like two inches. If like if my head would have been a little bit like lower, it probably would have took my eye out. But that was really painful. I don't really remember that just because it was so long ago. Um, I'd say another time that was really fucking painful that I remember was when I fucked my shoulder up snowboarding. That was right after I graduated boot camp from the Marine Corps in two thousand nine. I came home from boot camp. I graduated December fourth. Seeing that. It was that close to Christmas time. All the duty stations, they had their schedules already set. Like, they weren't planning on taking any new incoming Marines and checking new people in until after the holidays because people were taking leave and time off and, like, shit was set. So what ended up happening What ended up happening was I graduated, and instead of just taking 10 days leave and then going straight to my advanced training, what I did was I came home to Lancaster for 30 days and I had what was called recruiter's assistance, where I just put my uniform on every day, like a nine-to-five, reported to the recruiter station, you know, like by Park City. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. Right across there. It's every day, man. And they'd send me out on a mission doing something, whether it was fucking going to the mall to just walk around and talk to people. You know the kids that would come up to you and be like, yeah, have yeah, you ever yeah. thought about joining the armed forces? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was us. Um, or we would go and fucking help out, volunteer, just hang around the fucking office and learn shit. And uh, it was December 28th. I was supposed to report back in January 5th. And I was at Ski Round Top for like the third time on leave. Like, since I had been home on December 4th, that was like the third time I had been snowboarding because, fuck, it was wintertime. I love snowboarding. It was the third time. It was the last time that I was going to be able to go. And I was texting my boy from the core right before I got out of the whip to go snowboard that night, and he said, you better be fucking careful, you're gonna hurt yourself, you're crazy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, nah, I'm good. The, the it was the last, it wasn't the second to last, it, it was gonna be probably my second to last, because there was like 20 or 30 minutes left in the night, but it was one of my last runs of the night, I went to do this 360 off a jump at the bottom of Incubator, those of you who've been around top know what Incubator is, um, the terrain park right there at the bottom. Went to do the 360, there was ice that had formed like at the top of the jump because it was getting real cold and it was rainy that day and just bad conditions. The back edge, I'm I'm regular footed, so I was turning backside. The back edge of my board caught like the ice that had formed at the top of the jump. And what happened, it like caught, like I just stopped dead in my tracks, like moving backwards off the jump. So then I flew like 25, 30 feet in the air, landed right on my shoulder. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it was bad. Grade three separation. I ended up, <clears throat> excuse me, I ended up having to uh, get my entire shoulder reconstructed, two pins, cadaver ligaments, whole nine yards. They had to shave my collarbone down and, like, move my shoulder back in place, and it still hurts. And, like, I'm still limited today, yeah. but it is what it is. It's fun. But, um... That sounds painful. I mean, I've been through some emotional pain. We've all been through some emotional pain, but being in the Marine Corps, man, that's how, like... 
it's not that they brainwashed me, but they made me see a completely different side of myself. So it's like, I'm not saying like I'm not a bitch and that I don't have feelings and like things don't affect me because they definitely do. Like we're all human. But like I just like when I'm confronted with an issue, whether it's with a person, whether it's with a job that I'm doing or whether it's with anything, I just see it way different. Like now that I've been in those positions where like my back was against the wall, like I had nowhere to go. Like I couldn't do anything else but move forward. So like it just gave me a whole different perspective on like how to handle shit. Just because, like, they, there have been moments, whether it was on a fucking hike in the middle of the fucking night, and I got 125 pounds on my back, and I have no choice but to keep fucking moving. Because, like, yeah, I, I got hurt, but, like, I fought my way back. Like, that's not why they kicked me out initially. Like, because of the injury, I fought my way back, got back into the fleet, got assigned to a unit, went through a workup. A, lo- a lot of other bullshit ended up going down. Part inju- injury-related part not but god works in mysterious ways so like it is what it is man i mean i don't think that we should be afraid of much of anything other than god and like i mean we all have our limits that we're pushed to what is your fondest memory maybe of a time where you were like in the utmost in the utmost happiness like when like life was like the best like an event or a time period or just like your fondest memory dude there's a lot of really really good ones what would what would take the cake probably the best one it's weird cuz i was thinking about this like just a month ago probably just like all the time that i spent with my nephews you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, I've been through a lot of crazy shit in my life, like, skateboarding, like, with all my friends and, like, all the years that I played hockey and, like, you know all of my f- hockey friends, Alec and Jake and all of those kids. Yeah. And, um, all the dirt bike bullshit and racing and, you know, everything that I've been through, all my friends at school and... And even, like, when I moved to Willow Street and all my homies there, like, that was, it was, like, I stepped into a whole other world when I was 16. And, like, still nothing, nothing replaces being with my nephews, dude. Because it's, like, it's you see life way differently. It's, like, another way to see life different. It's, like, it gives you a whole new appreciation of that shit. It's, like, it makes you understand things a little bit better, too. Because it's, like, I look at them doing things now and it's like damn I was like I get it now that's what like I get it now I remember that like I remember being in his shoes like I fucking get it now and you know he's only six but and Bentley is one and a half and Tobias is gonna be here in three or four weeks it's like about to meet my third nephew man that shit is tight I got bars about it a lot of crazy shit is happening inside my life. I'm about to meet my third nephew, man. That shit is tight. I'm about to cut my own crib. Who watches choose it right? It's feeling like I'm growing up at the speed of light. Like, speed of light? Did I say that? Yeah. Sorry. But, dude, yeah, spending time with the nephews, man, it's like, it just, it's enlightening, and it, it refreshes you. If I'm having a really, really bad day, I could be having the worst damn day. The second I'm around them, man, it's like everything changes. How am I going to be mad around the six-year-old and the two-year-old when, like, 
on some artificial shit like yeah. that's going on in my life. Right, right. And not some artificial, like not fake, but like some shit that's probably being played off of some artificial shit that just some bullshit in my life. So it is what it is, man. Definitely the nefs. You thinking about uh, you want to have kids someday? Me and Kaylee talking, and we like the name Braxton. Think about my son gives me perspective to this rap shit. Quit getting distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no. I got a, I got good. bars for everything. That's good. The people need to know that. Got bars for everything. Yeah, man. Me and Kaylee, we're talking about kids. Uh, definitely not for another like four or five, probably. Yeah. But um, and you know they always, they they say and they they say there's never a perfect time. But uh, there is a time where my bank account looks better than it does now. So I feel you. There will be a time. So that's kind of the main goal. She's trying to get through grad school. Yeah. I'm trying to get my career off the ground and just solidify some shit. And when we're in our own house making enough money to like be comfortable taking on some new shit. We'll, yeah. we'll probably experiment, but want to do it like super responsibly, super responsibly, dude. And, and like, I've just planned it out and shit. I don't want to struggle, man. If you, I should, if you have the, the, you know, if you have the benefit of being able to plan it out and shit, I feel like exactly, you know, that takes a lot of stress off. Exactly. If you're blessed with that ability, you know what I mean? Sometimes exactly. people got kids and like, Yo. Out the blue, it happens. <laughs> you I, know, I live you, with it, bro. You make you make do. I live with it. Shout out to my little sister. I don't know how she does it, but, but yeah. sixteen years old, she was having her first kid. Like that's Damn, crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Like shout out to her. Yeah, right. That takes so much courage and so much work. Strength. Strength is a great word. Um, how old were you when you lost your virginity, and was it a pleasant experience? I was sixteen, and. Yeah, it was pretty pleasant, I guess. I mean, I was having sex for the first time, which was pretty rad. Um, it was on a couch, though, and it was dark, and I had to be, like, really quiet about it. So it was kind of hard. Like, you're already, like, un- not unsure of what to do, but, like, trying to figure it the fuck out for the first time and having to be, like, super quiet and, like, watch out for, like, parents and all that shit at the same time was just tough, but... It was cool, I guess. What is the single wildest thing that you've ever done? The single wildest thing that I've ever done? Yeah. Hmm. My 21st birthday, I was, I took one shot to start the night. We were at like Loxley's, I think. And then we ended up downtown because I didn't want to stay there. It was just weird. I, I'm not, I wasn't a fan of the bar. So we ended up going, it was a Jaeger bomb that I took at Loxley's. We left, got downtown. I had six beers, dude. Six like Coors Light cups at Marion Court. And I completely blacked out and I woke up in jail the next morning. Like, what? fucked up on some other shit. Yeah. And, Damn, from six beers and a shot. And the la- and that dude, sucks. like, I was, I was a Marine. So, like, I used to drink a 24 pack with two dudes every single night. Like, I knew it wasn't me, like, blacking out from alcohol. I, Basically, what I'm saying is I got roofied. Like, oh, someone put like shit some, in my drink, yeah. dude. And I think what it was, the last thing I remember was being at Marion Court. Yeah. And there were these, like, group of, like, older chicks. They were probably, like, late 20s, younger 30s, like, mom-type chicks. We were hitting on these girls. And my one boy was sitting at the table outside of Marion. You know how, like, they got the outside section? Yeah. And they got those tables by, like, the hallway to leave going out to Orange Street. 
we were at the last table there in the corner, and my boy was sitting there, and he was kind of fucked up. He was like, he was like six or seven, like Samuel Adams loggers in, so he was like, he was fucked up. And he was sitting there, and I set my beer down to light up a cigarette, and I said, yo, bro, watch this. And I lit up a cigarette, and I turned my back to talk to this group of, like, four girls. The one girl circled around, like, when I turned my back. Like, it was weird. She kind of went around to talk to my boy that was sitting down. I looked over, and I saw it. Didn't think nothing of it. My beer was just sitting there. Turns out the next day, when I finally talked to my boy when I got out of jail, when she walked around, what she said to him, she was, like, asking him. She's like, are you fucked up? Like... You look really, like, wasted right now. Like, just kind of, like, testing him almost. And he was just kind of, he was disoriented. Like, he was fucked up. He was just like, what are you fucking talking about, bitch? Like, maybe he didn't see shit. But I finished that beer that was sitting on that table. And I was out, dude. Yeah, why do you think she, her, like. Because I was a 21-year-old, like, trying to get in her pants. Like, and her and her girl's pants. Like, I was, me and my boy were hitting on these girls. Like. I was trying to spit game to these girls, like, and I think she just got either like fed up with it or because I was bragging Damn, about that's how fucking cold, bro. I was to, bragging how it was my birthday too. Somebody's drink. I was bragging how it was my birthday too, so she might have just been playing a funny joke on me. I don't that's know, dude, but like up. the cops even said, like yeah. my parents even said the next morning, they they're like, you and shit? They're, no, they said the cops said that like I wasn't just drunk. Like, right. they said that I was raging, dude. And I mean, the only thing that I remember from that night after, like. After that whole drink and whatever, what I blacked out. My my boy said I was wandering south down uh, Duke Street. I ended up down in the hood. I was on, like, Chester and Ship, and I got picked up at 4 in the morning on the corner getting, like, tackled by two cops. The, only thing, I, the only thing I remember was them putting the cuffs on me and me being, like, pinned to the ground. Like, I was that, like, out of it or fucked up Damn. or, like, on... Whatever it yeah. was I was on. Do you, they didn't, like, drug test you at all? You never knew what it was? Never knew what it was. What'd you blow? Like, they I don't, put you in a breathalyzer? I was just in the drunk tank, bro, the little holding cell. Damn. I was still fucked up, like, coming out of there in the next morning, dude. Like, I was an emotional fucking wreck, dude. I didn't know what happened. I didn't have a shirt. I didn't have shoes. I lost my wallet. I lost my phone. My wallet had $300 on it, bro. Like, I got it all back. Some girl found it. It was, oh, really? it was laying on the curb by Orange Street. Some girl found it. That's Found all my money. That's called the birthday the, wish. Called, like, my business card number or something or found my name on, like, one of my... It wouldn't have been... I wouldn't have had a business card, but I had some sort of contact information in there. I don't right. know what it was. It was a school ID or some bullshit. And, um, yeah, she returned my wallet. My dad... I told my dad, like, give her money, and she didn't want it. Some girl found my phone on, like, Shipping Street. She was Spanish, and she didn't know how to speak English. She, like, cracked my phone code and posted on my Facebook wall. She, like, posted on my Facebook wall. And, like, she's like, hey, I got your phone. Like, and posted as me on Facebook. And my mom saw it. That's and was hilarious. like, hey, I think we found your phone. And then, like, yeah, dude, I lost my, it was my, I was wearing one of my favorite shirts of all time that night. I lost that shit somewhere. Someone probably took it from me. Yeah. Someone probably robbed me from my shirt and my shoes. Or you like ripped that's what, it And that's off what I rage. mean. Like, that's why I said, like, it was a wild ass night. Right. Like, I put myself in danger that night. Like, I was on some dumb shit. I don't even know what happened or what I did. Yeah, go ahead. You can step in front of the camera. It's all good. Uh, Lindsay. Can I actually have one of those, bro? One of water those waters? Bottles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I should have so offered. I should have offered. No, nah, it's good. My throat's just getting a little parched. No, I feel you. It happens. What do you think about uh, when you fall asleep 
When I fall asleep, dude, I'm talking to God. Either that or I'm listening to the audiobook or podcast that I got playing in my subconscious shit. And, you know, it's funny you say that because actually, are you familiar with what, like, a, a PAP page is? Like, a personal affirmation page? Um, basically, it's a, a list of things that you tell yourself to, like, talk to your subconscious mind of, like, basically telling yourself affirmations. I got this list of stuff. It's, like, I say it every single day before. And not every single day. I slack. Some days I forget or I just, like, don't or I don't remember. But um, here, let me bring it up quick. Thank you, God, for another amazing day. I have every reason to be happy because I'm alive and breathing. Thank you, God, for my family and friends and every other blessing in my life. Nothing will get me down today. I'm going to kick today's ass. I will grow in every area of my life today. Basically, just, like, talking to myself, bro. And like, yeah, I get you. Talking to myself and, like, setting myself. And, that go- and then I got shit all the way down to, like, my music sounds more amazing every time I listen to it. I have bars for days. My lyrics are constantly improving. I get better at rapping every single day. I'm an amazing singer. And, you know, I'm really not an amazing singer, but yeah. I'm going to tell myself that I am until yeah, I am. You know what I mean? keep practicing and shit and keep being positive about it. Exactly, you know? bro. So, like, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, what, what I'm getting at is I'm going to record that. I'm going to, like, record my current list, yeah. and then I'm going to save that track, and then I'm going to play it while I sleep. That's cool. So I'll just have that shit, like, like almost like some Tiger Woods shit, bro. I don't know if you listen to stuff while you sleep. I don't know. I do. It's I just don't. The, my brain is always working, bro. Our brains are always working. It never shuts off. If you could go back in time and change one thing about your life, if you would do that, what would you change? See, this is a tough one. Because, like, I really wouldn't change shit. Like, yeah. But at the same time, I definitely, if I could have done something differently, it would have been paid more attention in high school and um, just kind of gave a fuck more. And I wish I would have thought like this. I wish I would have thought the way I think now back when I was like 16. I mean, like you've matured a lot. I'm 26 now. Yeah, right. Like I can think back when I was 16. If I could think, if I could, if. That was 10 years ago, man. it's a decade ago. I know it's wild. Yeah. It's nuts to think about. And I mean, I look at some sixteen-year-olds today that are making a couple thousand dollars a day on the internet doing some yeah. crazy shit. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, damn. I wouldn't. I don't know if I want to say that I would have went to college because, like, the Marine Corps did me right for sure. Even though it fucked my shoulder up and like I did deal with some bullshit. I met a lot of great people. And I think that it helped make me into who I am today with like what I mentioned with what I mentioned in the beginning of the interview, just how like it makes me see shit different being in some of them positions. Yeah. Middle of the night, four in the morning, 25 fucking degrees, no food, but I got to keep moving like. Right. Fucking fuck that. (laughs) It kind of puts things in perspective. Yeah, dude. It makes me think of like life here. It's like, wow, this shit isn't really that hard. Stop being a wussy like. I, I love my life. I said I love my life. I think I I don't know if I'd change it. I would just roll with it. It sucks, dude, because I think about this often because I'm a very spiritual guy. And I read the Bible every morning. And I'm a Christian. And I'm in the New Testament now. And it's like, 
talks about how here we live in the flesh versus in the afterlife we'll live hopefully in the spirit of God and how the spirit and the flesh are two completely different things. And it's like, I understand that. And it's just like, I really, it makes me not wish that I could live longer or do things over again. But like, it just makes me really reflect on like that there is going to be an end to this shit one day and how great like my childhood really was. And how, like, from this moment forward, like, you can't take shit for granted. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's like you asked me some of my fondest memories. Like, I couldn't really pick one. Like, I've had so many great memories from hockey to fucking yeah. skateboarding to dirt bikes to music to f- later on in life and friends in Willow Street and guys like you and in the studio. And there's all kinds of good shit that's happened to me in my life. The Marines, like, it's like, I wish I could do it over and over and over and over again. I know there's bullshit we deal with. You got to fucking mow the yard and wash the dishes when you're a kid. You got homework. Like, fucking got to go to your aunt's house sometimes. Like, <laughs> just dumb shit. You know what I mean? But, like, it's puts it puts it into perspective when you, like, really think back and, like, you think about time and, like, what it is and how fast it goes. And, like... It is fleeting. Fleeting, bro. I feel like I'm getting off track. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I'm trying to give you some good insight. No, no, no. I, I appreciate it. We just got one last question here. One last question. So, uh, it's a tradition. Hey. This uh, this question is on and will be on every... Every podcast. Every podcast. So, every every interviewee gets asked this. Yeah. Every, uh, you know, every it's just conversation, you know. Like, I, I'm, I'm asking you questions, but we're just talking. I want to know these things about you, too, you know? Yeah. Like, get to know somebody better, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I want you to tell me a story. Okay. It could be real... It could be fake. It could be something you heard. It could be something that you come up with off the top right now as you go. <laughs> it could be long. It could be short. It could be anything you want. I want you to tell me a story. You can take your time. Once upon a time, there was a guy named Trevor, a.k.a. me. And in his lifetime... The one thing that he learned that probably helped him the most was to not give a fuck what anybody else thinks and that I can't change anybody's mind about anything no matter how hard I try. So I shouldn't waste time getting upset about it. And that's made my life a million times. Well, that made That has made Trevor's life. A million times fucking easier. The end. Right, right, right. Take note, kids. Right. Yo, thanks, man. That's about it. That wraps it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out. Uh, you know, you mentioned earlier Willow Kid music. Willow Kid. Uh, is there any links? Any uh, you know, SoundCloud. where can we find you at? SoundCloud.com slash Willow Kid. You can find me on there. Just type in Willow Kid, all one word. If you can't find me, I'm the white boy with looking at my phone. Uh, PleasantViewProductions.com. Word. Awesome, man. Well, thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Peace. Next week on Earspace. And again, because I was 
technically, like, you know, comatose and all that. They thought I was dead, right. resuscitated me in, like, the comatose state. They weren't going to mess around with me until I woke up. Right. 